Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Anime Triad. once again with another movie review and this time we are starting our series of reviewing the Digimon Tri films. So today we were we're going to review the first part which is Reunion. I'm a I'm a big old school Digimon fan and I I actually was talking to Sean about this a while back. I didn't watch them because I like to preserve my feelings and nostalgia of the old show. But I'm going to tell you right now, this little this movie, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the other five. This movie, it took the nostalgia, it updated it, and it just made it look better. I like this movie a lot. The, um... Of course, it's newer, so it looks great. Like, it looks fantastic. Great animation. The music was exceptionally good. And it fit perfectly with everything. And the the way they updated the Digimon, um, the, the, uh, the Digivolution, like, starting sound with that guitar rift. That was you're dope. like, oh. And it's really cool because you hear that and you go, oh. Now it's time for that. It's like every time you watch a show and so show there's always that show like like it has that sound and you know that sound means the start of something good. That little guitar like kind of thing is just like that was it. Yeah. And so it's the, like whoop, we're going. The updated of the update of the Digivolution was cool showing and the Digivice their name. And then showing the name of the Digimon they're digivolving into, going to the egg thing, which the egg animation comes from Digimon Tamers, didn't it? Didn't they have similar kind of thing in Digimon Tamers? I believe. I mean, it's it's got the same kind of like matrix and binary code feel to it, but I mean, they all hatch from eggs, the Digimon, so yeah, that could also be part of it. And so I'm I'm really excited about that. That was really cool. Music's great. Um, there's a there's a couple of things that that I didn't care for. Uh, well, actually, before I get to that, one more thing: any voice actor that wasn't the original who came in, any of the new voices that they couldn't continue on, I thought were great. They did a great job, either filling the gap or making them sound older. I really love Vic Mignona as Matt. And I was like, man, why do I like this guy's voice so much? And I was like, oh, wait, that's Vic Mignona. There you go. I didn't know Edward Elwerk was a digi-destined or Broly <laughs> was a digi-destined. Uh, even though Broly doesn't, you never actually really hear Broly except through the new one. But anyway, things I didn't care for. I, I don't know if I care for, uh, they're, they're trying to, 
show ties having this existential crisis about being the leader, quote unquote, of the DigiDestin. And I, and I saw enough to where I could see them, what they're trying to sell, but I don't know if I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. And and I get like, he's older and he's matured. And, that's pro- and I see the problem he's having, which I do acknowledge and I do like, is that he got older and more mature and he wants to be more responsible. He sees all this carnage and destruction. He's like, how do we keep this from occurring? When they were kids, they're just like, blow everything up. And he, <laughs> he feels like Matt is immature. And so I get what they're trying to do. I just don't think they sold it well enough. So anyway, once we get to the... Um, um, once, the, once, the, once, the, once the Kagumon trio are at the airport and we have the battle there, it's pretty well pacing really well. The beginning was, a t- was slow for me. I felt like there was a lot, like, I get they're trying to show what people are up to, kind of. I just thought they could have probably done it a little more succinctly. Probably not had such a long opening movie. But, I mean, compared to the old Digimon movies that we got, you know, Revenge of like, <laughs> Dioborumon and stuff, this one is way better. And I, I, ha- I have to be very careful to not give a grade in regards to how much better it was than the old one and just give it a grade like for what it is. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, this is an A movie. It gives you a lot. You see a lot. Okay. And you see Omnimon, which confuses me a lot. So um, it's an A movie, but there are two major flaws I'm finding with the, with the series so far. One, it takes place after series two. So series two introduces um, the new, um, Digidestin in Yoli and um, 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 Davis and the young bald kid. I can't remember his name. Cody and Ken. Cody and then, yeah, and then Ken. Okay, so it introduces those new ones. But you kind of get hints and you see them, like you see like kind of their outlines lying on the ground, like they've been, I guess, defeated somehow. Um, well, I guess we'll get to there somehow. But the problem I'm having is, at the end of the series two show, the digital world and the real world were open. They they had their they had partners. This was not a secret. The world saw this battle, and so I'm I'm confused as to and hopefully maybe they'll explain more later in the movies. I'm not real sure. Um, the the continuity between the end of that series and this movie is very rocky. So I'll leave that there so I could see more of the movies and we'll see if we get anything out of that. Maybe Sean will enlighten us later about that when he does his review. Um, and then, oh my God, I had two things. I did have two things, I promise you. We'll see. Oh. And then Omnimon. Omnimon never occurred in the show. Um, they're taking Omnimon from those movies. And they're interjecting him now into this movie, and so they're they're doing a they're they're kind of picking and choosing what is canonic material, I guess. Continuing on, now it's not bad enough either one of those where I'm going to say, "Boo, this is terrible." But when you have the first movie and you're pulling out Omnimon from the start, you set the bar pretty high on cool po- on cool Digimon. I keep saying Pokemon. We done with Pokemon for a while, so I, I it's not really a problem yet. 
it was really great for this movie. So it's a pro for this movie. It could be a con later. So I'm, I'm going to preface that. That Omnimon appears so early, where do we go from there? But if we're going to start this early, I'm really excited about where we're going to go. So, A movie, really liked it. Michael, your turn. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I know exactly where we go from here. How about we get Omnimon to actually do something? He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything. That's my issue. Like, okay, so I'm going to just start and say, this is a B for me. And because I agree that the, the intro was a little long, but it didn't bother me yet because I was like, okay, yeah, we need to see what's going on. This is clearly going to lead up to something. And, and the action started, and I was like, yes. And it, it built up really well all the way until they fought the, the you know, Kabutorimon. Is that what it is? Kuwagumon? Kuwagumon. I don't know, man. They look like, uh, they look like Pinsir and Heracross. They, uh, <laughs> all the way up to the airport fight, it was awesome. And then, like, very similar to Temple of the Sea, the middle of the movie was just stuff happening. And for me, who is somebody who never watched Digimon back in the day, like, I don't, it's fine. I just didn't care. <laughs> I was like, they're, they're treating all Digimon like they're the bad ones. This is horrible. It's like sort of a, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's bad. Cool. And we get to, how we going to stop this thing? Because it was all like, you know, the bad guy didn't seem to want anything except to just, like, we couldn't tell up until the very end. And that's where it got good again, is where, you know, the, the big armor dude shows up finally. Um and it's like, oh, now that now we've picked up the movie again. Like, it's kind of what it felt like. Um, and then Omnimon was super cool. Man, the way he just blasted them, that dude, he learned moves from Deborah. Just, <laughs> just giant blasts in the face anytime he get a chance. So it was one of those things where the the bookends of the movie were so good, but that middle section was so long. And so nothing happened that I cared about. It has to be a B. Like, I can't quite give it an A. Um, but a B is a good movie. I mean, you know, A, yeah. there's still there's still two ranks above A. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we have to kind of think about that. Um, um, real quick, I, I, think, I think I can get where you're coming from, Mike, because a lot of what happened in the middle was very digimon like, like, if you watch Digimon, you were kind of used to the whole them doing detective-y, sleuthy stuff. Like, yeah. so that, that if you weren't used to that coming in, then you're going, like, what are we doing? We're not doing anything. Why are we doing this? Yeah. And so I, I can see where you're coming from there. Yeah, that that's just how I felt about it. And, and the thing was, I felt like it was just that they did this and they just never knew the answers to anything. <laughs> And even at the end, I still don't think they knew the answers to anything. So it's like, we did all this detective stuff, and what did we learn? I don't even know. Oh, that's Digimon all the day. They they look and look and look, they think they find an answer, and they just find a new bad guy to fight, and they don't actually figure anything out until the end. Exactly! So I'm just like, <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. And Omnimon shows up, and they kind of fight a little bit, and then dude runs away. And I'm like, really? That's the... That's how we that's how we holding this up. It's like, okay, I get there's another one coming, but still, like, you know, 
could could have gave me a little something. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it is for me. Cool. What you got, Sean? Cool. Um, this is the th- third time I've seen this series. Um, and for some kind of backstory, yeah, this does take place either three or four years after the second series. Um, and so I think, Mike, you were saying something about like their flip phones. Like, yeah. it, even though it came out in 2015, I think this is placed somewhere near like 2004, 2005, because it's trying to stay canonical to the original show, which came out in like 2000 and so on and so forth. So um, I think there was some debate on whether or not this was going to be a six part movie series or if it was going to be like a 12 episode mini series um, because it has been released on TV as like a mini series. And so Mike, to your point and Ben, to your point, the pacing um, I believe, and I could be wrong because I've only seen it as the movies that when you're watching it as a show, it stops after the Kuagumon fight and that's the end of the first like episode. And then the next episode starts the detective stuff going into the, the next Alphamon fight. So I think it's part of it um, because they've, they've, they've shown both as movies and episodes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, you know, in the beginning, when I first saw this movie, I was a little bit similar to you, Ben, where I was like, okay, we don't really need all this backstory and like, where have they been and all this other stuff. But watching it this time, I actually kind of enjoyed it. And I think I enjoyed it because I knew that this is a six part movie series. So there's an overarching like um, obstacle that they have to overcome. And it's not going to be one of those things. And I'll spoil it now. It's one of those things where every episode has a new villain. Every movie has a different villain. It is a arc of things that happen. Um, I figured. Yeah. And so, yeah, there needs to be some time. They want to flesh out and massage some things. And, um, I guess, you know, remind people because it's been like 10, 12 years since the show came out. Um, And so I think they want to remind people what's going on, who is what. I mean, you got, you know, you got eight people here. They kind of have to flesh out their characters somewhat. I mean, people were pretty upset with Eternals because they didn't flesh out each individual character. I felt here they spent a little bit of time doing that. Um, Not too much, but you got to remember there's eight of them. So they have to remind people what their personalities is. Hey, Sean, could you explain something real quick, though? So we're watching Izzy mentions that the the that the digital world was closed off a year ago. Yeah, I think I remember why I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I did catch that because to your point, Ben, you you were saying that, you know, at the end of season two, like as long as you just believed hard enough, you could be wherever you wanted to, you could have a digit, you could have a Digimon, you could, you know, the, the portals were open in between the two, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's kind of how it was. So, and then you have the end scene at the very end where they say like 30 years later, this is how everything is. And everyone's got a kid that looks just like them. And so I can't remember, but I think what you're asking, what you're getting at is, was there something that happened a year ago to where that portal was closed off and it were kind of back to, original um you can't just see your digimon partner because you want to or if it was just retcon i I really can't remember i'm wondering if if because if because omnimon comes from the movies 
right? Well, that that movie, that movie series, that that is supposed to be canon. Okay, so Omnimon yeah. comes from that, so that's canon. So I wonder, are they talking about that one? Because they never technically went to the digital world during that. They only went to the internet. So I'm wondering, like, was that? Are yeah, you talking about year, that wasn't a year ago? Because it was three years ago when series two came out, which series two was like three or four years after series one. And they Maybe were in like that movie. Three. And those kids, and then and the series two kids, Digidestin, were in that movie as the series two. They weren't like that was because yeah. like Ken and Davis were there, permanent right there after the. Oh, the D, the Revenge of Diaboroma movie. That, that yeah. Okay, I remember which one you're talking about. I'm just thinking like it's hard to talk about what's canon and what isn't, considering that that movie was just a complete hodgepodge of mess, nonsense, no, garbage. Mike, you, Mike, you're talking about the first movie where there are th- the first three movies are put together. Ben's talking about yeah. the second movie, which is the fourth movie. See, that's exactly why I'm confused. <laughs> Remember when Dia Boruma, I mean, what, uh, yeah, um, exactly. like you just definitely laid out why this is confusing. <laughs> All the movies are canonical to the series. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's know, not we, retcons, though. It doesn't mean they don't, you know, do a retcon down the road. Sure. Um, and, but what Ben's saying is after the fourth movie, which is the second one, we watched the really short one, like the half hour long one. Right. Um, Omnimon was there. And then he gave his power to um, um, Imperial Dramon, um, mm. which was the, the new, you know, mega Digimon. Um, so, yeah, I think it, I mean, this is supposed to come out a couple years after that. So maybe something did happen a year after that or they wanted to retcon um, some things that happened so they could make this series. Because, I mean, if everyone's just running around with the Digimon, then the conflicts, you know, I think at the at that point, season series two, like that was supposed to be it. Like they were trying to like wrap this bow up and make everyone happy. And everyone has a Digimon now and it's fun and all this stuff. But then they were like, well, nostalgia, we want to kind of we want to add a third series, which is why it's called Digimon Adventure Try. Um, so they want to have yeah. a third series. And so I think they had to, you know, unbutton a couple things to I, make things work. You know, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool with a retcon. I really am. It's just that at the end of that one, there's also multiple Digidestin. So like, so like the girl in the movie, Mako, with her Digimon, yeah. that should not be surprising because at the end of that series, there were multiple Digidestin around the world that they met. Yeah. And so... I'm okay. Like, I really don't mind a retcon too bad because, like, this one's because it's pretty good. Like, this movie is pretty good, and I think the series is going to be fine. Like, so I don't mind a retcon. It's just one of those things where I I wish I wish people like production companies wouldn't try to like hide the retcon. I wish you would just like, hey, by the <laughs> way, we're going to retcon this. So here you go. Yeah, I don't know. Um. But back back to the movie and whatnot. So yeah, I thought it did a fine job reintroducing characters. I wasn't too upset with that. Um, I I do feel that ties. I feel like what they realized as they're storyboarding out this movie, they were like, "Man, so this Alphamon character, we can't just have him die. Like he's obviously going to come back, right? I think we all know that. So he can't. So, but we have to have." some conflict tied up so we can finish this movie. And so that's why I think they threw in ties, almost, um, you know, paralysis by analysis um, because he couldn't like, he was Damn. too afraid to, 
He was too afraid to do anything because he didn't want to destroy the city, which, you know, to Ben's point, like, I get it. Like, he's older. It makes sense. But it really felt I don't want to say it came out of nowhere. They hinted at it because they saw the they would show the flashbacks throughout the Kawagamon fight and whatnot. But they didn't really talk about it until like 10 minutes before the movie ended. Yeah, see, I kept thinking the flashback was like, oh, no, that cell phone must have been important. No, it was just <laughs> like, like that's, that's oh, literally no. what I kept feeling yeah, like. Oh, no, there's a lot of destruction. Like, why I have like we have family. We have like this is going to destroy people and whatnot. That's what it's supposed to be. But it. It really doesn't say anything until five, ten minutes before the movie ends, and you're just like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, like, sure, it's... that makes sense, I guess. Um, so it was a little weird. Um, the 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 music is awesome. That guitar rift, I think, is new to try, if I'm not mistaken. But the music when they um, digivolve, that's what you hear in the Japanese version. That is the Japanese Correct. music from the original show, which. Just goes. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a mark for like some of the original Japanese music, especially when it comes to Digimon. You know, so I, I love it. Um, it's really cool. The um, the way they digivolve is it, it is pretty cool. Some new type of animation, like you have more of like a CGI esque uh, feel to it. But it's part one of six, so we'll see what happens throughout it. There's going to be some lulls just because they have to. You know, it's a six part movie. So, but I, I would say I, I'm going to give it an A. I, I, I would say an A. I like it. Um, it's a good start to what's going on. There's some mystery running around, but I mean, that's that's normal Digimon stuff. There's always a mystery in the CIA, and that's just a, a normal thing with Digimon. So we'll see where it unfolds. Yeah. And I think, you know, Sean and I both gave it A's and I gave it a B. And I think, like I said earlier, the two guys who really watched a lot of Digimon and really big Digimon fans, you know, we kind of got some of the stuff that maybe Mike didn't get. But all in all, I think, you know, we're we're around the same ballpark on where this episode lies. And I'm very interested about the secret agency. I'm I'm very I'm I'm actually very interested if they're going to tie him in to the secret agent guy in the Digimon Tamer show. I know they're not connected, but that would be really cool if they tied them into the Digimon Tamers, like, secret agency. Sure. Ty, get it? Ty, because Ty is the... See, Michael, because Ty is the name of the... Young, leader yeah yeah it's a bad joke i got you and, and yeah. another thing that you guys might not know so alphamon the final guy he kind of looks like omnimon and that's because they're both part of the royal knight family and yeah omnimon's real name is omegamon japanese but for some reason four kids want to make it omnimon instead so it's alphamon and omegamon and they kept the, the name alpha. like they just kept they kept the name the same i guess because the movies in english it was already omnimon so they're not going to change it Sure. I mean, every every name in um, every, almost every name in Digimon is different in the dub. Like Tai is Tai Chi, Matt is Yamato, TK is Takaru, um, Izzy is Koshiro, even um, Gatomon is Tailmon. So I mean, there's some like Greymon's normal, Agumon's normal, Metal and where um, the Gurumon's is normal. But there's a lot of dub changes that they made. We'll see.
Thank you for listening. We can't do this podcast without our listeners and supporters like you. If you would like to stay up to date on when new episodes are released, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Also, remember to subscribe to notifications from your favorite streaming service. And if you would like to donate, you can check out our Patreon at The Anime Triad.